Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So then great, let's chat. Nope. Nope. Lindsay. Nope. Like, let's be clear. Like, you don't give a about me, which is fine. You don't give a about me, which is fine. Absolutely great that you don't care. Really, Lindsay? Really? Oh, You're gonna walk in a circle. All right, come here. You wanna hey, walk in a Lindsay, circle after you've been like a dick to me all weekend? You've been a dick to me all weekend. All right, everyone calm down. And you made it so clear that you've been a dick to me, and you're going in a shed where there's nothing there. It's not a shed, it's definitely a. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, Summer House Edition. You guys, what a fucking banger of an episode we got this week. I am barely, I'm breathless. I'm like shaking a little bit. I'm trying to calm down. I took some calming breaths um, before I hit record here. I, wow, this is such a good show, you guys. We're so blessed. we're not that blessed because like I said, y'all have heard me like Bravo right now is like in a real slump. So really summer house is the only thing that I'm looking forward to with below deck is, is a close second, but you know, that's really dependent on the guests and I'm not really vibing with this whole Daisy and Gary thing. And like, you know, really the only thing that's hanging my hat on below deck this season is of course my, my beloved captain Glenn, but also, Chef Marcos, wow. Um, uh, please DM me. I would like to sit somewhere on your face. But anyway, um, I'm really loving Summer House this season as usual. I think this is probably the best episode of the season. It's such a like tangled web that this like 
plain mashed potato stuffed inside of sock of a man has woven. And I'm just like, I'm in shock. I'm in awe. I think Austin needs to go into the witness protection program. I think that he, maybe we keep Anna Delvey and ship Austin back to Russia. I think that would be a great idea. I think it would be great for um, the country's morale as a whole. I'm willing to get the groundwork for a class action lawsuit against this man for emotional distress, manipulation, um, ugliness, and I am fired up, as you can tell. Let's talk about this episode, because like, Damn, I mean, we really did need a break between this because, like, maybe I think we need another week off <laughs> next week. This is this is a lot. This is a lot, Robin. Oh, I hate this man. So the episode begins with what we saw two weeks ago. Everybody making merry at this uh, Lindsay's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy 35th 28th Egg Birthday. And, you know, they're none the wiser. Austin and Lindsay are off sneaking to the side of this mansion, continuing their fuck kiss. Yes, you heard it right. I have dubbed this a fuck kiss because, listen, I've done both of those before. So I know what I'm looking at, okay? And I know that that's a kiss that you either just did or that's the promise of a fuck to come. That was intense. That was not like two friends kissing. Happy birthday to me. No, ma'am. And no, sir. So when they're done... That sweaty little bitch skips off to Andrea to cool down in the kitchen for some water and just kiki with his little Italian girlfriend about how he just made out with Lindsay. Now, Andrea is like, no way. Did you do it like in the house or in front of everybody just now? And Austin's like, oh yeah, just like in front of everybody, like no big deal. So this begins the first part of people trying to get Austin to understand that if you're not a human being, because, you know, the jury's out on that, um, you can at least act like you know what that means and try to be a decent version of that. I'm honestly shocked that Andrea and Luke took the time out to try to explain this to Austin during the episode. Truthfully, like, between this and Nick Lachey calling ShakeOut for gaslighting Deep Tea, like... I don't want to say the boys are boying, but I do think that they've started to read those Instagram carousels about like feminism and gaslighting and what that means. A couple of them are picking up on it and I'm picking up on that. That's all I'm going to say. But Andrea is like, you know, dude, like, I think this is going to be a bad situation. And Austin has the audacity to be like, why? (laughs) So then Andrea is like, well, Sierra loves you. We always talk about you. You know this means drama, right? And he's like, no, no. Like, nothing's going to happen. Nothing at all. Nothing's going to happen. So Andrea says in a confessional that, like, listen, (laughs) what Austin's doing right now is sneaky, sneaky, okay? He's playing with Lindsay and Sierra's hearts and that deep down he enjoys doing this, he thinks. And that that is not nice. Andrea says, I I know this. I know what a fuckboy is. I used to do this shit and it's not cool and I don't like it and I don't like that he's doing it. There's a brief moment where Danielle and Robert are talking at the party and she says that her role for Lindsay's birthday as a whole is just to like stop any negativity she sees it she's gonna stamp her little um lulu 
boot and say no, no more. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> so that is really like, it seems like a nothing burger, but it's really a foreshadowing for things to come. Danielle is a good friend. Okay. And if we took nothing else out of this episode, it, it was that. I, I Girl, MVP. Put her up on the like National Hall of Best Friends of America. I'm not even kidding. That, that girl's a good friend, okay? A great one. Like, I don't even know if I'm as good a friend to anybody as Danielle is to Lindsay. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest about that. Okay, there's also the storyline of Maya. Oh, you guys. Oh, oh. It happened. It happened. The other day I got the notification that my cookies are on their way. So honestly, I did the, the fast or fast shipping. So they should be here like today or tomorrow. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I'm going to do an IG story about it. Maybe even save it as a reel. I'm, I'm really excited. I, oh, I want these cookies. I, I really want these cookies. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Maya has this little storyline with Oliver, the guy who... You know, like, you know, I hate to say this, you know, I hate to say this, but I was right. And, um, you know, I wasn't like totally right, but there was truth to what I said last episode, which is, I think Oliver might be cute, but I also think that this might be a Ray-Ban fishing situation. And we got to see him without the sunglasses and he was, he was cute. He was cute. Okay. He was cute. He was cute. Is he like, oh my God, I'm going to rush over to my friends and gush about how cute he is cute? No, no. But he was cute. He was cute for the afternoon. He's cute for a couple texts. He's cute for a drink or so when we go back to the city. But this isn't going to last. We all know it, right? So why am I talking about it? There was more boring stuff with like Kyle um, talking about how great it is that you know, at least this weekend, he's not actively fighting with his fiance and Carl beginning this campaign of telling other people in the cast that he feels like Mackenzie, remember her, the blonde girl that's still here, um, that she's like really fitting in despite the fact that they don't really even seem to have chemistry with each other, much less the whole house. But you know, it doesn't matter because we know she's gone. Doesn't matter. You know, does not matter. Back to Austin. This shaved potato with eyes has the nerve to go over to Sierra and ask her why she's not having fun when he's got Lindsay's DNA all over his mouth and chin and probably neck. Okay. Then he says, well, you know, like the weird thing is that, uh, like there, I haven't even seen any attractive girls here. What? The man is sick. The man is so sick. He knows what he's doing. He is, the bitch is devious, okay? He is a devious little bitch. He is, I'm like flabbergasted at the glee that this man takes in humiliating Sierra. Like it's fetishistic at this point. Like it's a sick, distinct pleasure that he takes in making her feel embarrassed, making her feel less than giving her these little tiny breadcrumbs of like, I like you, you're, you have all the, all the right things. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You're Linda, Linda Evangelista. And then he, here he is talking to her saying, talking in her face about how he hasn't been able to hit on any other hot chicks at this party. I 
I've seen some wild shit in my day. Okay. But this is like, I, what was, what the hell were we all watching? What was this? What was that? So Sierra looks at him and is like, were you coming here to find attractive girls? He was like, no, I was just curious. <laughs> She's like, oh, you just walked right into that one, didn't you? And it's like, no, you walked right into it, Sierra. But okay. Um, then she mentions that she likes Austin, right? And he's like, you know, now's not really a good time. You know, like, I definitely want to talk about this. But, you know, it's Lindsay's birthday party. Like, just it's not the right time, right? So... <laughs> Meanwhile, Lindsay is telling Danielle that she did kiss Austin and Danielle's like, you know, you can do whatever you want. Right. And that this is Sierra and Austin's problem. So then we see Lindsay in a confessional saying that her birthday gift to herself is not giving a fuck. Okay. And (laughs) she gave her, she gave it, she sent it, it shipped, it was delivered. She picked it up there was a picture um she got it she un- unopened the box she saw it she received it she sent the uh letter to sierra saying i don't give a fuck with a, a middle finger emoji okay she sent that to everybody okay <laughs> message received girl we got it so oh lord Lindsay confirms to Danielle what I figured to be true this whole time with regard to her relationship with Austin, which is that he's been telling her with his mushy little lips that, you know, I told Sierra ad nauseum that, you know, I just wanted to be single and have fun. Like she just doesn't get it. And I keep telling her over and over and over. Okay. Pause. Do I think that there's truth to that? Yeah. I mean, we did see Austin say on winter house in front of everybody, like, I just want to be friends i have fun we'll see where things go if you're in charleston i'll you know i'll probably fuck you and maybe you can stay at my place whatever we'll just see um but get a reservation at a hotel just in case there's somebody else at the bar that i might want to hook up with or you know flinzy's there um but yeah let's have fun the other evidence that we have is that it's very clear that sierra and austin haven't really spoken <laughs> so that's really the only thing that I can give Austin. I clearly he's giving her mixed signals. Clearly he's lying to Lindsay. You know, it's just very complicated. It's not really that complicated. The the complication is I want Austin off of my television. Okay. (laughs) He's, he does not. So anyway, after Austin walks away from Sierra, Paige finds her sitting on a white picnic table alone by herself with her beautiful uh, bluish green eyeliner that really highlighted her eyes and really just made her look even more beautiful than Sierra already is. She has the nerve to sit on a dirty picnic bench on the side of her own home, crying over a man who was a guest in her home, playing the fuck out of her. Okay, so (laughs) Paige finds her, like I said, and she Sierra's like, you know, even though I might not talk to Austin every day, I still have feelings for him. And I, you know, I also don't want to come off as possessive because I know that we're not in a relationship. But like, you know, I just feel like Lindsay, this is where she starts blaming Lindsay, even though she has just made a whole case for why Austin is at fault. Lindsay should be more respectful. Because if somebody did that to her, Lindsay would have flipped out. Um, Sierra, there's a show called Winter House. So we saw you do this exact thing to Lindsay. We saw you go into that house, 
make kissy faces with Austin, knowing fully well (laughs) that Lindsay had feelings for him because Austin told her that when they entered into the house, that that would be the beginning of their um, starting to really seriously think about being in a relationship with each other. That is what he told her. And then he saw you and immediately jumped ship and embarrassed Lindsay, right? She said, I am in love with you. And then she had, he had her sitting there, tears streaking down those beautiful cheekbones of hers. Played her, played her. But you didn't seem to have any issue with that, Sierra. So like, (laughs) and uh, the other proof in the pudding is that when this happened and when Austin humiliated Lindsay, she moved on from what we saw on the show and went off with that Sears model, Jason. So, uh, you know, I can't really root for you because you just are upset about doing, having done what you did to this exact person. Now, did Lindsay go back to him? Yeah, but (laughs) she's also under the impression that you guys aren't really anything because God knows what it is that he specifically has been saying to to Lindsay. I can't even imagine how horrific it was. Paige then asks Sierra the million dollar question of has Austin said anything about what his relationship with Lindsay is like? And she says, no, here's my thing, right? Like I've been played before. We all have, right? But at least I got some answers out of the situation. Like if you're going to play me, I need all the information. I need to know what the deal is with you and Lindsay. What is it that like, you know, But like, I'm understanding. I also have to put into perspective that Sierra's young. She's younger than everybody in this house, right? She's like mid twenties, 25. So I have to tap in the fact that like, she's still at the place, I guess, where you can not really communicate with somebody and yet still hold a candle for them. (laughs) Okay. I, I, I guess I have to put that into perspective. Is it reasonable? No. But is that a fire that I've had to walk through? Yeah. Yeah, I get it, girl. But also, like, you have to work with the information that you do have because you clearly don't want to seek it out for yourself. What you can work with is that you were under the impression that Austin was going to come to this house, like, multiple times over the summer so far, and he's bailed on you. You guys haven't talked. The time that he did come to the house was for Lindsay's birthday. So, you know, let's pick up what he's putting down here, right? He should be a lot more honest with you, but also... There are some pretty good context clues, my girl. Because, like, if you're staying in my house and you've been inside my house, you know what I mean? I'm going to need to know, like, what the relationship is with you and my roommate. (laughs) Because I'm not about to be uncomfortable in my own home. Okay? And not in my home. All right. So, oh, Lord. Paige is in a confessional, says that, like, you know... On the one hand, Lindsay is in a is a hypocrite because she knew what Sierra and Austin had in the winter house, but how Austin is now treating Sierra is completely different to how he was treating her just 24 hours ago in the house. So she feels sorry for her. Then Paige tries to hype up Sierra and is like, you know, if somebody doesn't like you, they need a lobotomy. And this f- whole ass nurse... <laughs> looked at Paige right in her face and said, what's a lobotomy? I mean, thankfully she did acknowledge like, yeah, I am a whole ass nurse. And it it is weird that I wouldn't know what that term was, but 
scary, scary. <laughs> so Kyle jumps into the pool with his unicorn costume on and in a confessional, Lindsay's talking about how, not Lindsay, Lord. <laughs> Amanda says that she, Kyle might have not have any problem with jumping into the pool in an inflatable costume, but she does. And frankly, they're not married yet. She doesn't have access to his assets. So that's going to be a problem for her if he dies. Um, so um, then at that point, Kyle decides to do a costume change to Prince. I don't, I don't get it. Like I enjoyed it and he definitely enjoyed it, but okay. Okay. Um, at this point, everybody's jumping in the pool. Austin's being really flirtatious with Lindsay. You know, they're all talking about how they both don't give a fuck. And then they just make out in front of with each other in front of everybody in the pool. And then after they make out, Lindsay's like, well, uh, how are things going with Sierra? <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, you know, she has asked to call- talk to me a couple times. And <sighs> as soon as Lindsay gets out of the pool, Sierra rocks right up to Austin and is like, can we talk? And so they go inside. When they go inside, this dude has the nerve to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Sierra's like, yeah, what the fuck? So, Austin has the nerve to point his fingers with his dark ass nipples and he's like, well, you tell me what you want to talk about and I'll oblige. I'll marry Jay oblige. Okay. You know, twofold emotions for me right in that moment. Just like the absolute cringe of how fucking corny that joke is, but also like shocked that he would even know who Mary J. Blige is, given what he's shown us about what uh, information he gets about black people and culture. (laughs) Really shocked that he would know who Mary J. Blige was. Then Sierra tells Austin that, you know, she doesn't want him to feel like he's in the middle of her and Lindsay, uh, but, you know, she doesn't know where they stand either. And then she straight up is like, do you like me or not? Like, should we leave Vermont in the past? And... (laughs) He has the nerve to like, look at her, look over and mouth fuck. Like she's not standing right in front of him and can't see him. Like, (laughs) I see you, sir. Turning your head doesn't make you invisible. Then she goes on to talk about how Lindsay, not him, but Lindsay was the one who wanted to go further when they were in winter house and said, I love you. And how Sarah's obviously not comfortable when they hang out, which is causing tension between her and Lindsay and that it's being a problem. So Austin's response to all that is, so how do you feel about the fact that Lindsay just kissed me on the mouth? Like just punch her right in the face, you know, just like, just like just take your penis out and just pee right on, on her feet. Like, you see like the levels to which like why would that be the response to what she just said you just had things go from worse to worse or like she's talking about how this situation and you were presence in the home is making things uncomfortable for her and her other roommates and your response is to tell her that she just kissed you and how how would you feel about that how would you feel if i just said that how would you feel if it happened so she just stares at him <laughs> and then he goes to be like, why don't you just tell me to fuck off? Like, I'd love that. <laughs> well, Sierra goes, well, why? So you can just do whatever the fuck you want. And he starts laughing, laughing. <sighs> why Sierra didn't just set that house on fire. Lisa, Lo- Lisa left. I Lopez style is beyond me. 
I mean, there's a lot of cameras, so maybe that's it. But that would have been the only thing separating me from a matchstick and a gas can, okay? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ooh, okay, so... Sierra keeps her composure somehow, okay? Because I guess this humiliation is not enough. And she says, um, so what if, like, did that happen today? Did you kiss her right in front of everybody? Like, and he goes, who cares? Obviously, she does, you fucking idiot. Oh, God. So Austin then says, you know, Lindsay and I will probably kiss on the mouth for the next 25 years. And, like, nothing's going to change that. Then he claims that, like, it really wasn't like that for him. And, you know, I don't really think it was like that for Lindsay either. And, oh, God. Then, after all of this, Sierra says, I like you. I like you. And I only want you to be kissing me. And he laughs at her again. Then Austin tells Sierra, just ask the question. But when she does ask the question, which is, how do you feel about me? He rolls his eyes and he's like, oh, my God. What? So why did you ask her? Why did you ask her? He tells her, you know, like, you're amazing. You check all the boxes. You know, I feel really strongly about you. What does that mean? Like, he feels strongly about humiliating you on this camera. He feels very strongly about the check that he's probably getting. He feels strongly about the job security of him going back into the winter house. He doesn't care about you, Sierra. He doesn't care about you at all. And you can look very beautiful in your white bikini and your little stars in your hair. And you really are stunning but here's the thing old orida in the face is humiliating you humiliating you and he does not care he thinks it's funny he thinks it's hilarious meanwhile Lindsay is drunk she's doing full pussycat dolls choreo against the base or the door frame of her bathroom with a hair dryer in her face just full-on choreo right and i know that drunk I know that drunk. And that's the kind of drunk that I like to be, right? But she's talking to Danielle. Danielle's trying to get the tea about, like, what happened with Austin and Lindsay making out. And she clarifies, no, it wasn't just, like, that one on the side of the house. It was here, there, everywhere, in the pool, on the side, in the pool house, on the bar, behind the DJ booth. Um, We went inside of uh, Kyle's unicorn costume and made out for a little bit. Uh, It was a whole thing. A whole thing. Right in front of everybody. Okay. So Danielle's response is, 
Oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't just once. What, like, can you quantify how much, how many times it may have? No, can't even remember. Okay. Definitely more than once and twice. Okay. Okay. She's, she's such a good friend. <laughs> Lindsay goes on about how all men care about is sex and you know, that's how they feel and that's what they think about. And so Danielle's like, okay, so are you going to have sex with Austin? And she's like, yeah, I don't know. But you know what? It's my choice, my body, my choice, my prerogative, my birthday. <laughs> Danielle has no, nothing to say. And neither do I. Neither, neither do I. Let's all take a break at this point. Because we're about to rev up for part two. Okay. And then Paige have a, and, and Amanda have a conversation about what the hell's going on with Lindsay and Austin and Sierra. And Paige says, I can tell you this. I have a bunch of guy friends, but I don't straddle them in the pool. And like, maybe we can say that this is Lindsay, but like as an outsider, if I didn't know these two people, I would fully think that they were dating, you know? And I would think they were a couple. So at that point, Maya comes over who had just recently sat on a beer (laughs) and Amanda asked her like, Oh, how are you feeling about Oliver? Do you like him? Are you attracted to him? What's good? And Maya says, well, we had a good conversation. And Amanda says, well, are you attracted to him? She's like, well, you know, like, I'm not really a looks kind of person, which, you know, we all know what that means. Lady, ladies, we all know what that means, right? (laughs) You know, I can't really say anything, but, you know, there's nothing I can complain about, but it just just wasn't vibing with her, right? You know, we, we all get it. So this becomes like a pretty emotional conversation with Maya where she, Amanda asks her, like, are you ready to start dating? And Maya's like, listen, I was engaged. I got engaged at 23, 29 now. You know, like I spent my whole 20s in this like totally different universe. And now I'm just like out here, you know, trying to figure things out. And like, yeah, do I want to date? Of course I do. But I'm also like fucked right and so amanda asked her like do you love yourself and i thought that was an odd question but sadly maya said no and she said that she never has and was kind of like why would i and that just broke my heart you know it really broke my heart it broke amanda and Paige's heart too and they're like what how could you possibly think that like that's crazy and maya goes on to talk about how um you know, her therapist suggested that she write down 10 things that she loves about herself and she could only come up with one. And so Paige and Amanda both are like in tandem, just going, just running off a list of all the great qualities of Maya. Like Paige is like, you're a business owner, you're living in Manhattan, you know, you're doing it, you're successful. And Amanda's like, you're beautiful, your smile, your cookies, your heart. (laughs) They're they're both coming from two different places, but all with love, you know? (laughs) So Maya does admit that she does like her cookies. And I can't wait to say the same. And I hope that you found some love for yourself, Maya, because we all love you very much. At this point, things start to escalate. Did I say escalate? Escalate. (laughs) First, Sierra and Austin walk into Andrea's room for reasons unknown because he's there. Where's Alex? What's happening with Alex? I know we all know at this point that Alex was definitely at this party, but they're acting like he's not there for the weekend. Where is Alex? (laughs) I mean, I don't care. Like, I honestly, I forgot about it. So I guess you don't have to answer that. I don't care. I'm sorry. Um, So they walk into Andrea's room and then Paige is trying to 
tell them like, hey, we're about to light the candles for Lindsay. So as she's trying to go into the door, Austin tries to close the door in her face and she blocks it. And it was like, whoa, (laughs) we're not doing that, sir. So Austin's like trying to make some claim about like, oh, what am I just a stranger in the house? Like trying to make himself the victim to him slam, trying to slam a door in her face. (laughs) Okay. And Paige goes off about like the last person you need to be fighting with in this house is me. I'll tell you that right now. And you're never going to be playing me in my own home. You're a fucking loser and everybody fucking knows it. Don't ever shut the door on me, okay? <laughs> she goes, you know what? All right, let's do cake. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Lindsay is very drunk, okay? She's in a free Britney trucker hat. God bless her. She is looking like she's about three sips of lover boy away from getting the spins. Having the I don't I don't even know if she knows where she is at this point. <laughs> so um Sierra goes to Paige and tries to apologize for Austin's behavior. And Paige is like, no, 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 no. That had nothing to do with you. I'm never going to be mad at you. Like, it's never going to be that girl. In a confessional, Paige says that what Austin is doing is a classic bait and switch with Sierra. He was so nice and romantic with her in Vermont. And that was his representative. But the person that we're getting now is actually the real Austin. So Sierra really needs to recognize that and move on. Right? So at this point, Amanda and Paige find out that Lindsay and Austin have hooked up and they're like really annoyed. But Sierra tries to put this on Lindsay again and be like, oh, you know, like, you know what she's doing to me. And Amanda is like, it's not Lindsay, it's Austin. (laughs) Right. So then he tells Amanda that he doesn't give a fuck about either Lindsay or the mess that he lives leaves behind he doesn't care about sierra the whole thing so because sierra keeps trying to like blame Lindsay and you know saying that how fucked up it is that what Lindsay did and Paige says listen it's obvious that Lindsay wants austin while they're having this conversation austin and Lindsay are continuing to give each other little pecks and making plans to go out that night like they don't care right before they leave though austin asks Paige to have a little conversation. Why? Right. So meanwhile, Sierra's trying to have a conversation with Lindsay outside who is completely shutting her down. So Paige and Austin sit down. And the first thing he says is like, what the fuck? (laughs) And Paige is like, yeah, what the fuck? You already tried this. What the fuck line earlier with Sierra and it didn't work and it's not going to work now. Okay. So he tries to make himself, like I said, sympathetic again, by being like, you know, Paige three times this weekend, you said that I was a stranger in this house. And Paige says, you're not a stranger, but you are a guest and I expect you to act accordingly. <laughs> Thank you. So Lindsay's trying to tell Sierra at the bar that like, she's trying to have a good night. This whole situation is already like too much. Right. And how frankly, it's not her problem. Right. And Sierra's like, listen, I know it's your birthday. I know you don't like really want to talk, but I feel like we should. Um, and Lindsay's like, well, I talk to everybody all the time. <laughs> Then Lindsay and Sierra engage in some sort of like pick Miss Pac-Man video game simulation where um, Sierra's obviously those little ghosts that are like, wah, 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 right? 
Lindsay keeps trying to duck and dive and avoid her (laughs) as she's talking about like, I know you don't want to talk to me, but I think we should talk. And it gets to the point where Lindsay just tries to go into some like pool or shed or something. Sierra calls it a shed. Kyle says that it's not quite a shed. And Sierra tells him, who the fuck cares, Kyle? Okay. So Kyle's like, I don't even know what's going on. So Sierra tries to break it down. Like basically Lindsay, she feels like she's been so nice to Lindsay this whole weekend, but it's very obvious that Lindsay doesn't like her and that's fine. But like, you know, they need to talk about this other stuff. And, um, you know, Lindsay's been disregarding her and just like kissing Austin on the lips. And, you know, as Lindsay's walking back into the house, Sierra says, uh, that Lindsay's a sucker ass bitch. Okay. And if she, if that's what she wants to be, then go ahead and be one. <laughs> so Danielle is conveniently, uh, posted behind Sierra. So she hears the comment, although, uh, Lindsay does not. And at this point, Danielle starts to get activated as much as Danielle can. Right. So, um, they're Paige and Austin are still having this conversation and basically she was like, you know what? I thought you were fine in this house until you try to like slam that door on me. And that was the issue. Right. So Lindsay comes up and is like, you know, they try to get into it. They start to get into a little bit. And Paige is like, actually, you don't need to be coming for me because in reality, I was actually trying to, uh, defend you out there. Just the opposite of what you think I was trying to do. And I'm now realizing that Austin is saying two different things to you and to Sierra. And he's not being honest about it. So then Danielle pulls up and is like, Lindsay, I want you to have the best birthday ever. Don't think that I don't. Okay. But (laughs) if she calls you a sucker ass bitch, either you settle it or I will. God bless her. Oh my gosh. In a confessional, Danielle says, you know, Lindsay's birthday is like her Super Bowl. And if she doesn't want to talk to her, talk to Sarah on her birthday, she doesn't have to. But she's not going to be calling her names over a guy either. So then Danielle starts to point her frustration towards Austin and says, like, you know, all of this is a drama is surrounding one person. And I just think that's really interesting. <laughs> Then Lindsay and Paige start to get into it about like, you know, not doing this. You're not going to do this. I just said I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to do it. Honestly, I didn't really know what they were talking about, to to be truthful. But I love their energy. Great, great energy, girls. Lindsay tells Paige that she's in the wrong. And then Paige is like, honestly, I don't really care. You know, like you, Lindsay, walk away all the time. So this is my turn to walk away. I'm going to fucking walk away. Okay. And then she says, Lindsay, I don't give a fuck about if I'm right or wrong. You know what you did? You're diabolical? Bitch, fuck you. (laughs) I like it. I I like when Paige is mad. I mean, is that unfair to say? That's how I feel. So all this drama is happening. Only at this point do I realize Carl, it's the anniversary of his brother's death is Lindsay's birthday. This is the first anniversary. Poor guy. Like, I've been calling Mackenzie a flop. I've barely been calling her Mackenzie, but, um, you know, good that she served the purpose of being there and being somebody who could take him away from this drama because, you know, he's been saying that fighting is really triggering for him. This is a lot. He doesn't want to like deal with this. And on top of this, this is like a horrific anniversary for him. And, you know, shout out to you, Mackenzie, for being there. 
So Paige calls out Lindsay and Austin for having feelings for each other and not being honest about it. And back in the house, Danielle's trying to get to like talk some sense into Sierra by saying like, it doesn't make sense for Lindsay and Sierra to be going after each other when Austin is the real problem. And Sierra's stupid response, of course, is, you know, it's because of Lindsay. (laughs) And they're like, no, it's because of both of them, you know? So Austin, he's having a great time in the living room, laughing, delighting in all of this drama. And Danielle's like, I don't understand why two strong, amazing females are going after this stupid guy. And then we see Paige cuddled up in bed and we know that she's about to call Craig, right? So she tells him everything about how Austin tries to shut the door on her. And he's like, oh, that's not cool. And then she tells him, you know, he was making out with Lindsay all day. And he's like, oh, sounds like he's burning a lot of bridges up there. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, do I will have to do have to say that I see one advantage with Craig, which is that he loves to gossip. He is such a chatty little patty. And, you know, I hope to have that one day in a partner. I do. <laughs> I want I want to be able to gossip with you. And I could understand why that would be a, a really strong point in, in Craig's uh, direction for Paige. Also on Watch What Happens Live, I didn't watch much of it, but what I did see, uh, Craig said that after he had that phone conversation with Paige, he didn't talk to Austin for two months. <laughs> Woo! And I also think he said, like, something about, like, Sierra. Like, he has his own friendship with Sierra, and, like, she means a lot to him, so, like, he just didn't like how Austin treated Sierra. I, You know, I kind of find it hard to believe based on what I've seen on Southern Charm that like if Paige were not in the situation I don't think he would really care about Sierra that much that he would like end his own friendship with Austin over it but like whatever (laughs) as much time as you two can take away from each other the better truthfully like cancel your little pillows and beer podcast tour now just just pack it up pack it up girl um So anyway, then we see Luke, Austin, and Kyle outside. And Kyle and Austin, or Kyle and Luke, rather, are trying to figure out, like, what the hell's going on, right? And so Austin's like, well, you know, these girls, they don't know what they're talking about. But they're trying to say that I'm playing both sides of the fence. (laughs) You hear what he does? These girls, they don't know what they're talking about. But here's what they're attempting to say. Can you believe it? Girls of these grown ass women. They're just hysterical, man. Like this is what they're trying to say. Right. Um, So Luke, Luke came to play. This is why we're not seeing Alex, because here's what I think happened. I think some contract negotiation or something must have gone down with Luke in the beginning. And they were like, you know what? We can easily trade out one himbo himbo for another. People aren't, the audience isn't going to notice, but you know what we did. Right. And now that clearly Luke has been, um, willing to have a seat at the table and, and have some conversations. (laughs) I think now we're seeing why Alex is not there. That's, that's my theory. I'm sure that this is like a very cold take that like dozens of people have already said in before, but you know, this is my podcast and I can say what I want and I can pretend like it's new. <laughs> just to be clear, I have not heard that before, but it, you know, it just doesn't seem like that far of a reach. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. So anyway, Luke tells Austin, like, oh, well, when I was in hi- inside, I heard that you were making out with Lindsay earlier today. And then Luke is like, well, Austin, like, everybody seems to be saying, not just these young girls who don't know what the hell they're talking about. Everybody in the house seems to be on the same page about the fact that you're saying one thing to Lindsay and another thing to Sierra. And then Lindsay comes out and is like, ah, what the- what are you fuckers talking about? Are we going to leave? Ah. <laughs> She was getting on my nerves at this point. And also, like, what she's, she's doing, like, several costume changes. And I'm not entirely sure that, like, she's wearing her tops in the position and direction. That I, I think some of them are, we're seeing the back and not the front when we should be seeing the front. You know what I mean? Like, I think she may have been confused about some of the tops. It's fine. It's fine. I was really more upset about the the choker, the, like, chandelier hanging choker. Girl, What what was that? We don't have to get into it. They're so much more mess than Lindsay's fashion choices. <laughs> so like I said, poor Luke is trying to break this down in fuckboy terms for Austin to like understand the problem. But the problem is that Austin understands. He knows what he's doing. He understands that Sierra has feelings for him. And so even if Luke is saying, you know, she has feelings for you. So even if you just like friendly kiss Lindsay, she's still going to have her feelings hurt, you know? It's still going to upset her. So then Luke goes on to say that, you know, if everybody around you can see that there's an issue, then the issue's probably with you, bro. Buddy. <laughs> Austin is like, well, I'm not trying to hear that. Go go tap some maple or whatever. Like, Ugh, go make some maple syrup, dude. <sighs> Good one. So Lindsay goes over to Austin and it's like, you know, let's just go out. People can dig their own graves. And like, then Austin grabs her face and like, let's just make out in front of everybody. Like, fuck everybody. And so then they start kissing and Kyle, you know, still confused. He's like, have sex, have sex. No. Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Back in the kitchen. I mean, it is like a total chaos and melee. Back in the kitchen, Danielle reveals to Sierra that Austin and Lindsay made out multiple times that day and that she had just found that out like 30 minutes earlier. Sierra walks away because at this point she's really upset. Can we just talk? I I know I just said I wasn't going to talk about fashion choices, but like the the fact that Paige is not Paige. uh, Sierra has been able to just like walk around, prance around this house in a white bikini this entire day. Oh, I, like, I could never, like, <laughs> I don't know that life. I really don't. Wasn't she, like, the swamp? Swamp ass. 
I like did we did we do like a, a light refresh of deodorant or like just a wipe you know a couple couple wipes it's a hot day it's just so confusing like I would never be able to walk around in a bikini all day all day like day to night all day long I couldn't do it couldn't do it god bless you Sierra god cherish these days because they're 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 more behind you than they are ahead of you I'll tell you that much Anyway, Paige starts to go off about how, you know, the nerve of Austin to come into this house and play two girls. And he made out with Sierra earlier that day, which Danielle didn't know about. She's like, what? So he made out with both of them today. (laughs) And at this point, Danielle finds the closest bottle and just starts chugging and chugging and chugging to the point where Amanda's like, Danielle, do you know that that's not water? Like, you know that, right? (laughs) She's a gangster. She really is. She really, really is. So at that point, Lindsay comes into the kitchen and says to Paige, like, hey, I don't know what Austin said to you in that conversation, but like, it just hurts my feelings that you would think that I was a bad friend. And then we see, then Lindsay is like, you know, you're making all these, uh, you know, like you're talking about confronting me and Paige is like, I did confront you. She's like, no, what you did is uh, make some accusations, which is different. And you need to apologize for that. Right. So Paige is like, she's got jokes at this point. She's like, girl, I'm not playing with you. I don't care. You know, Lindsay's like, you know, I really pride myself on being a good friend. And Paige is like, yeah, yeah. You're like the best friend in the whole world. You're pristine. You don't make any mistakes. You've never lied. You're great. You're absolutely perfect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which really just pisses Lindsay off more. And it really like delighted me. So then um, Paige is like, you know what? I've been sticking up for you, Lindsay, this whole fucking weekend. And you know what? I regret that. I do. <laughs> so Lindsay asks Paige, is like, well, why is it on me? Why is it on me? Right? Why, why is me making out with Austin? Why is that my problem? And they're like, it, it's not on you. It's on Austin. You know, he was talking to both of you guys. And Maya and Amanda are trying to like soothe Lindsay and be like no like we're not blaming you for that like it's not on you and she's like nobody fucking touch me <laughs> whoa whoa that that's a lot that's a lot have you guys seen I know you've seen that video where the lady's got to get her hair done but clearly she had been racist to the Latinx uh, hairstylist assistant who was doing her hair. So the lady had like this whole like racist shit fit and like only wanted um, the white girl to do her hair. And so the head hairstylist was like, okay, now she's going to step back in. And the woman's like, I don't want to, uh, I don't want her to do it. Like, I just want you to do it. And then at one point the hair, the lady getting her hair done slaps or tries to like come for the head stylist and she. <laughs> I just loved her voice. She's like, that's a lot, Robin. That's really a lot. And you have to go. (laughs) Wow, Robin. (laughs) This whole thing is like, this whole house is Robin. And I'm just saying this is a lot. There's so much shrieking happening. It's really hard to understand what's going on. But Lindsay wants Paige to apologize for calling her a liar. But uh, when Lindsay's like, do I look like a fucking liar to you? Paige says, yeah, sometimes. And she just walks away. So then Amanda tries to ask Lindsay, like, do you think it's okay that Austin made out with both you and Sierra the same day? And Lindsay's like, honestly, I really don't care. And so Amanda straight up is like, okay, but do you think that accept that behavior is acceptable? And Lindsay says, yeah, I do. I do. And this is where Lindsay loses me. Like, 
does she owe Sierra anything? No, she does not. But it's also like, to act like, to go so hard in this, like, I don't care, like, that's mean, right? Like, it's just, the complicated thing about the situation is that, like, Lindsay's not technically wrong. She is, like, girl code wrong, right? And that's, like, a different thing. I don't think there is any girl code between Sierra and Lindsay, clearly, because Sierra is the one who let that go in Vermont, right? So now that she is the one who's the one crying in that little bikini, you know, you have empathy for her because she is getting played, but it's also like, you're really wanting Lindsay to die on the sword, but like she doesn't owe you anything. Austin owes you honesty. And I think maybe he has given you some of it. <laughs> enough of you, enough information to, for you to pick up on that and run, you know? Um, so it, it like, yeah, like I said, technically Lindsay's not wrong. It's just not a good look. Lindsay also needs to be a lot more honest and stop acting like she's Joe cool about this whole situation with Austin because we saw her the day before when Austin was calling uh, Sierra Jezebel and grabbing her ass that she was like, what's going on? You know, like she was confused and feeling some type of way about that. So, you know, there's also that to consider. There's also that. At this point, Lindsay and Austin go out Paige, Maya, and Sierra are back in their safe space, aka their bed, whoever's bed that is. And Paige starts to tell Sierra, like, what happened since she ran off, right? And <clears throat> as she's telling her, we see Sierra in a confessional start to get emotional about this whole thing and say, you know, this is a reason why Paige is my best friend. Because as hard as she just went for me with Lindsay, like, I would do that tenfold for her without a doubt, right? And then she says, you know, she's really disappointed in Austin and that the weekend was a dumpster fire compared to what she thought it was going to be. But it's like, like, what did you think it was going to be? Like, we know what you thought it was going to be, but like, did you really think that? Did you like, did you really think about it? (laughs) I know in your mind, you thought that the guy who specifically only came to this house for somebody else's birthday was going to be flirtatious and you were going to have this whole whirlwind thing starting up but he came to this house for another girl. So really, what what were you really imagining if you really think about it? So, oh God, I feel for her, but it's also like, mm, girl, baby, baby, baby. Oh, Jesus. So then she goes on to say like, I just wonder how unstable Austin might be. And it's like, yeah, let's start asking the real questions now. Let's start asking him. We're given maybe like, 45 seconds of seeing the house settling down for the night. We're seeing Danielle, um, you know, drunkenly dancing in her bedroom with Robert. And then we see a door open and Lindsay has assumed the koala bear position with a gentleman that we learn is named Luciano. Who's Luciano? (laughs) Where'd he come from girl? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Not Austin. God bless. She has clearly moved on. Like I said, Lindsay said, my birthday gift to myself was to not give a fuck. And that is true. And the episode ends with uh, whoever this Luciano guy um, doing what I know to be the good old, you know, reverse scoop in her bed. You can look that up. Look up reverse scoops exposition and you'll know. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. 
what a wild ride you guys i <sighs> wow 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 um i next week's gonna be even more explosive i don't even know how that's possible but it's going to be <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna have a guest to talk about it because there's no like I could barely do this by myself. So like, I'm going to have to unpack this with somebody else. It'll probably be a seven, seven hour episode of summer house (laughs) next week. But in the meantime, if you're able to give me a five star review on Apple podcasts or Spotify, I would greatly appreciate that, but catch you guys later. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Love you.